I don't know, bro. Is it dries better than wet? Really? Wet hands. Wet hands. My hands are a little wet right now. If I'm being honest, I'm a little jealous. Is that because you're wearing a coat inside? (laughs) No. No. Is that because you're wearing a blanket (laughs) over your body in the warmth of this office? Ryan's wearing like a Native American cloak. I sick though. Ryan bangs. It when people when people wear coats inside when I'm hot, not wearing a coat for some reason it bothers me. You become hot. Well, yeah, I just don't understand. Because then our bodies are different. Francis. Then the question is, Ryan, how are you going to stay warm when it actually does get cold? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know <laughs> where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio and Francis, 2023. Let's fucking do it. Francis, Let's do it. how you doing? I'm all right. You're, you're, you're all right? I have a major question that I have to ask you about. What's, what's going on? Okay, so I was it, was it was a continuation from our last episode a little bit, but I drove us from Maine back to New York. Okay. So five and a half hours. Long drive. Solid. It's a long drive. Solid. You know, especially with a, a stop and a couple stops and feed the dogs, all that shit. It turns into a six, six and a half, seven pretty quick. Here's my question, Julio. At what point in a five-hour drive can I say, home stretch? <laughs> when does the home stretch start? Once you're on the, like, BQE or whatever. Okay. Like- very interesting answer. So to you, home stretch does not have to do with how much time you have left on your GPS, but rather it does depend where you are in relation to your home. What sort of sights you're seeing, maybe a, a checkpoint that you pass. It can depend. But but uh yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with a specific distance now or necessarily a time period. Interesting. But like yeah, like typically it'll be like transitioning onto some sort of final road right whether it be from the main highway to the small highway or if you drove straight off the main highway then maybe your final road if it's long enough but like from the exit where you would get off to your house it's too short of a distance to be the home that's stretch. too short that's not a yeah. stretch it's not the home stretch yeah uh that's really interesting what do you think i think the problem was that i prematurely declared the home stretch on this trip home and uh, it, it when you prematurely declare the home stretch, it that last piece from that point on feels that much longer. Not to mention, yesterday was a crazy day in the city, with like the Christmas to New Year's fucking people going to see the tree and all that shit. We were lucky; we don't live in the city. We but don't still, have to encounter but dude, any of that. But we, Brooklyn gets it really. We bad. didn't. We didn't have any traffic. Really? Yeah. Even when you got to Brooklyn, there was no traffic. Not a touch. Oh, that's, that's we drove. We we pulled in at eleven o'clock. Okay, PM. that helps. That helps. So, yeah. but we were fine. It was it was the easiest, smoothest drive that I've had. Oh, so from then, I don't here. understand. So what's the so? You when did you declare the the home stretch? Like I think I declared it in uh, exactly when the clock on the GPS went from one hour to fifty nine minutes. Okay, I I do that, but only when I'm driving like over four hundred miles. 
Oh, so it's uh, it's under an hour is the home stretch when you've been driving for like five, six, seven hours. Yeah, that's, so, that's what I thought. I've been driving for you know it's six kind hours. Of in, I would say that you are sort of on the cusp of whether or not. I think it could go either way. I think you were not wrong to do it. Yeah, but it's not quite long enough that an hour doesn't feel long. When you've been driving eight hours, an hour is nothing. Right. But five is sort of right on the cusp. Yeah. No, right? five hours. Yeah, maybe. Five is pretty long. I, I don't do m- drives much longer than that. Yeah. It's a long drive. It's, it's a long, long drive. drive. So uh, I know you do long not, drives. Not all the time, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably more open to it than more, most people. You can break off an eight-hour drive. Yeah. Easy. A drive that says it's going to take eight hours to do. Yes. That's nuts. I, enjoy, I do uh, enjoy fuck it. that, dude. I did I, all the driving damn. this holiday too. Like I drove. I mean, I didn't do anything crazy. Oh, I went to New Jersey, but like I did end up doing a fair amount of driving. Yeah, it doesn't. Tell Your me lower more. back doesn't start to hurt. Sometimes my arm will start to hurt. And there was one time That's when I was called doing, having a heart attack. <laughs> when I was doing my long road trip, I was situating my body in a way where like a part of my one of my stomach muscles began to like feel bad. Yeah. It is a thing. I don't think you're supposed to sit for that long. Yeah, makes sense. Where did you drive eight hours? What, what, what's an eight-hour drive? The longest you? drive I've ever done is New York to St. Louis, and I took the scenic route. It took like 18 hours. It was like 1,100 miles, the drive. or one, I think 1,044 miles. Certainly you stopped. Yeah, but not to sleep. No? No. You didn't stop to sleep? Nope. We stopped a couple times just to get snacks and shit. What the hell, and bro, man? I picked up. I, Benny D came. Classic Benny D. He just lost his license. So we went on this road trip, and then I just had to drive the entire time. <laughs> Classic. Wait, did he lose the card, or did he get his license no, no, revoked? He lost his physical license. Ah, but still. So I guess I don't know. I don't know if there's some loophole there we didn't know of. But you dude, probably could, he could have driven. Really? Yeah, they can look him up. Really? Just because you've lost your card does not mean that if you were to if get you don't have over, your physical license, it's okay. You're fine. They have you in your Lifestyle. system and stuff. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I want that nine hours back. Well, dude, I'm trying to think. We stopped a couple of times. We stopped at an Arby's in West Virginia. And I remember he asked for, I know we, this is like a very early pod story that I told, but he asked for us like a, a burger or whatever. And they were like, do you want the mid? And he was like, what's the mid? He's like, no, I'm good. Like, that's the only like thing. I think that's one of the only times we stopped. Grab that food real quick. And then... Uh, wait, wait what, what, what was that story? What's that about? <laughs> What's that you just said? In the mid. Something about the mid. I don't know what the fuck the mid it means, dude. The mid? Yeah. Like at Arby's, there's an option to turn it into the mid. And that's upgrading it? <laughs> I don't, we don't know, but we didn't want to know. We're like, we're good on the, on the mid, dude. Oh. <laughs> wow. Like, what, dude? The mid? Oh, Okay. Anyway, fucking, but dude, it was crazy. Like then driving through like Indiana and, and uh, wherever, like there was all this crazy weather. Anyway, we, and we had left in the afternoon. So we got our, to our destination at, like 11 a.m. Hang on a second. You drove from, in, you drove through Indiana to get to St. Louis? Yeah. That to me does sound like a very scenic route. Well, so I think you end up going through Indiana either way because we Is went, right? we, we, we wanted to go through West Virginia because I'd never been to West Virginia. Yeah. Um, which added a hundred, added a hundred miles wow. or 150 miles to it. But anyway, that's the longest drive I've done. Um, Unreal. Yeah. All right. You- so, so then, okay, let me ask you that. Cause this turned into a very funny conversation. Cause I said this thing about the home stretch and I asked Sierra what, where she thinks the home stretch starts. And she also said that it has to do with what you see, where you are in relation to your home. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, the home stretch can also apply to, to non 
driving or distance things. You can be in the home stretch of your work year. We're in the home stretch here. Team. Right. And the, the, the quarters thing, coming to an end. We're in a, the home stretch. It's a good discussion because of that point. Like it can be applied so in so many different ways. It is not like a technical thing where like, oh, it's the home stretch. Like we're going to bring out the pin to measure right, it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like it can be used differently. But this is this is what was so funny was that she said uh I said it's crazy that home stretch has been a, a sports term that is applied from sports and brought into, you know, so many different aspects of life as this sort of uh subjective uh, malleable term. And uh I said do you know where home stretch comes from? And she goes, "Yeah, it's uh it's from in baseball in the 7th inning when you get up and stretch." And uh, I said, that is not correct. <laughs> and she said it with so much confidence and was teaching me oh, wow. as though I didn't know. And wow. I said, that's not true. I, it's from horse racing when the horses make the round the bend right, and right. now they're in the home stretch. I'm, I'm pretty confident that's where it's from. Ryan's giving us the, the in-game thumbs up. And if we ask ourselves, well, how much of that horse race is that final straightaway in relation to the whole race, right? Um, I don't know. Then we might be able to do a oh, ratio interesting, for uh, a percentage of your trip, right? It seems as if the home stretch is like 20% of the race. You think? Maybe I'm completely off on that. I How just many don't laps know. do they do? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's just one, but it depends yeah, on the length. It's right. the last part of... Yeah. Yeah, Jump ahead, in, Ryan. Ahead, we don't want to wait for this fact. Go ahead. No, this needs some digging. So okay. I mm. dig. Okay, dig away. And uh, yeah, I think if we knew that, let's say that was the last 20%, then we could say that in a five-hour drive, that's all right, uh, you know, it would be the last hour would be exactly 20%. Right. Yeah, I, I remember thinking specifically in that drive that I'm talking about, the St. Louis drive, when the, when it, when the GPS at 59. I thought to myself, this is the home stretch. There you go. Then you then that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It it is that way. Now let's say that you were in a one hour workout and you knew it was hard. Let's say it was a one hour soul soul cycle class or something. When would you say to yourself to try to bolster yourself, get to the finish line? I'm in the home stretch now. I typically would just wait for the instructor to tell me. Because they do it. This is the final climb. Yeah. The final hill. Yeah. This is where we leave it all out there. Uh-huh. Ride. Mm. Dude, speaking of which, man. Okay. I've been hitting New York Pilates hard. Whoa. The finest Pilates studio. If you want to go in there, you want to sweat, but you still want to smell like sandalwood, this is the spot <laughs> for you, dude. Uh, I, I have a new term there. I am the inner thigh guy. Because nice. one day the instructor asked me, what do you want to work on today? And I said, inner thighs. And she thought that was the most preposterous thing she'd ever heard in her life. And she will tell me that sometimes when I'm not there, she'll tell the story. And everybody in the class thinks it's the funniest well, thing yeah, well, ever. Wait, what do you need that for? I feel like the inner thigh is difficult to work on. Are I'm you like, trying to extend your thigh gap? No, I just have like big legs, dude. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I want to like have like muscular legs or something. I don't fucking know, dude. On the I, inside? Perhaps. I, everywhere. Why not the outside? Both. But I feel like the inside's hard to like... I don't know. Well, dude, anyway, I want, <laughs> I want to do some inner thighs, and now I've become a legend. 
So you I didn't me mean at, to make you self-conscious no, okay, now. I think okay. that's a very funny thing. If you see me at New York Pilates, just know I'm pushing for inner thighs. Inner thigh guy. Inner thigh guy. ITG. <laughs> that's a good guy. That We need that guy He's for International guy. Guys Day. You do. You need an inner thigh guy. You need the inner thigh at guy. At International Guys Day. Occasionally, I'll be the only man, too, which is nice. I'm the male contingent in the class. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll give me a round of applause. Will they? They say, give it up for the man. Uh, uh, <laughs> does, do they say, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, do they give you one of those? I've heard that before. And people chuckle? They do. No, and then what happens? They give it up for him, and what do I do? Uh, no, no. What you need to go, you need to say, that's inner thigh guy to you. Someone <laughs> sent me a, a Instagram of Martha Stewart of uh what she did oh, yeah. for fucking the christmas <laughs> and was like her niece. Uh, looks like a pretty bitch ass gift or something <laughs> that her niece made i don't know how they found it Dude, but that's hilarious we got an answer oh sick um in horse racing the straight areas between the turns of a racetrack are known as stretches or straightaways so that would be the final stretch oh. yeah but that's not home that, stretch. you you can't necessarily say that right because the finish line does not come, I don't think, at the end of the stretch, the end of the straightaway. I think it's before that. I don't think we're going to get a solid answer on we this. We need to That's know. Just I get what he's saying. It's it. like the final, even if you don't complete the stretch, you are part of this final stretch. That might be as far as we can take this. Wow, that's pretty. No, uh, that dude, to me, pretty that's lackluster like, effort from our researcher there. <laughs> dude, that is pretty solid to me because it's it's true. You come into the final stretch, and then you the race is over. Okay, then just pull up a diagram of or, or a, a drawing or something of a horse track, and show me that the finish line is at the very end of the stretch, right before the start of the turn. If that's true, I will concede the point. That's to what you, he right? said. That is what he said, right? Did you not say that? I yes, but no, I, don't I was think defi- it is. I was defining that that's the straight area. That's I don't the think stretch. It, it's I think a it's stretch. I get that, but I think that the finish line is before that. I think it's two thirds of the way down the stretch. Right, but the stretch is still the stretch. Yes, whether but you complete the stretch or but not, but that means may not that matter. the home stretch is not the full stretch. Correct. It's a different stretch. It's a pe- it's a shorter stretch. And do you think that is why everybody knows that the home stretch is in fact a shorter stretch? I think it's why it's a di- it's, it's implied. I think it's why it's known as a different stretch than the stretch. The other stretches. Okay, so yeah. the finish line the appears to be halfway through the stretch. Look at that. Exactly yeah. right. So, therefore, we would have to say and we would have to figure out uh, exactly what amount of the entire track the entire lap or whatever that uh, from the start of the last stretch to the finish line, the true home stretch is. And once we knew that, what percentage that was, we could apply that to our five-hour drive and say, okay, for the last, whatever, 38 minutes. Yes. Technically. Technically, yes. I'm glad we um, got there. <laughs> that one was, uh, I had to really push for that. The home stretch, baby. Really pushed for that one. Cheers, Happy pal. New Year, buddy. Happy New Year. 2023. What a better, what, no better way to start the new year than with a healthy beverage. A can of Hangobi. That of sets hang-o-bi. you on the right foot. Sure does. I Absolutely don't, delicious. I can't think of any better way to secure and follow through on my New Year's resolutions of being a healthier, wealthier, better individual. 
dude, you know who's crushing these late night in my apartment on New Year's Eve? Ashley. She's like, these are good. Wow. I was like, yeah, they are. Good for her. She was she was hitting the columns hard. Uh, nice. We had a very eclectic little late night gathering. Dude, listen to this crew. Okay. Dylan Palladino. Love him. His girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete. Big Pete. Oh, from the stand. From the stand. Huge Pete. Yeah. Little Peter. Yeah. And Ashley. No way. <laughs> That's the squad. We probably hung out till five o'clock in the morning. Jesus. And Hill Dog, of course. Yeah. But Hill Dog Irished at one point, even though she's in the apartment, she's like, <laughs> you were behaving as if I didn't exist. So I just went to bed directly to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is not true, but what a big night. Love anyway, that. hangobies were flowing like wine, baby. They were flowing. It's a great late night cocktail when people are, people are a little tired of having booze and want to switch to something else. Or if they want to keep drinking, they could throw a little... Oh, yeah. A little touch in there. We were mixing. Yeah, mixing and matching. Fixing and mixing. Uh, I'm drinking the essential, as always, guys. It's got ashwagandha for that mental clarity. Um, it's got cardamom, turmeric, and ginger. And it always makes me feel sprightly and youthful. And I really love the calm. Uh, is elderberry chamomile. Really gets you chilling. Uh, the tart cherry flavor. Go to hangobi.com right now. Use promo code OOPSIMHUNG, and you're going to get 30% off of your order. Uh, that's hangobi.com. Oops, I'm hung. 30% off your order. Hangobi is in over 150 stores now, uh, slowly but surely spreading like wildfire. Uh, get in there, get some before uh, before it gets too hot so you knew what was happening beforehand. Hangobi.com. Dude, side note, um, I have fully established a functioning ch- actual charity. By the way, since people have been asking about whether or not the Afghanistan stuff or when it'll be ready, it's ready. So... Uh, the website is thelocalliteracyproject.org. Wow. Um, and we are accepting full-scale donations. And thank you to everybody who donated on Instagram. You will all be receiving receipts. And wow. you can apply to the 2022 tax year, by the way. Uh, so any of you who did it, that will all be applicable um, to your taxes before you file them, which is exciting. And I can't believe we, I was able to, we were able to pull this off. Pretty epic. Let's give Julio a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. To uh, all of those. It's all about Afghanistan, by the way. Anybody yeah. who is a new listener, uh, we started some schools in Afghanistan. Schools? Well, we started a school and then we replaced a teacher at a different school. So huh. it's technically schools now, but. Why school, did you school. replace the teacher? The, the, the original teacher had to leave. Oh, I see. And there was no way. It wasn't like, it's not, there was no like school system. It's not like right. there was just a new teacher. They just weren't going to school anymore. Uh, amazing. How passionate are you about this project? Is this becoming something that you're going to really, you know, spend a lot of time and, and become your thing? No, it's not going to become my thing. I just, I'm passionate enough about it that in the sense that like I began it and it would just be irresponsible to, to stop caring. Like, I don't know. It's no, of course I, I get that. So since these people are like, you know, doing, uh, getting these people, setting them up with a school situation for three months is not doing them in a favor necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, it's, it would be nice to get to a point. So it's interesting you say this. So the reason why the name is broader is because if the charity were to grow and become and start doing different things, uh, that would be great. So we can include them all. But will I, like you said, want to just become a full-time charity guy? I don't know. And I don't necessarily think so. Mm-hmm. In which case we would like the foundation would hire people. Very cool. I think that's uh, smart. Thank you. So I'm a board member. Oh. I'm on the board. <laughs> Is there a board? There's a board. To be, to be a legitimate like 501C, you need to have a board. And the Have board, you elected other people to the board? Yeah. Guess who one of the board members is? 
Ping Pong Brian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ping Pong Brian? Ping Pong Brian. PPB? The legend himself. Uh, well, he set me up with the other person who uh, is like a charity person who knows about how to do all this yeah. shit, which is amazing. And he also he was the first person to sort of contribute money to toward the cause. We didn't know the cause existed when that happened. Unreal. General charity. I have not donated yet but dude, you don't I, have, you, I feel bad i'm ashamed dude, you do not have to that i have not yet. you do not have to there's no that that is very that would be very annoying yeah but i should be no you, dude i just, just need a moment to catch my breath from all the money that i spent in december on stuff well i'll tell you this if you haven't taken your charity deduction yet you can do it with this if you wanted to what is that how so much you ask your accountant i think it's different for everybody i know how much i'm allowed to do toward it um, I'm not sure what your deal is, but you huh. should ask and see. Okay. And if it, if it makes sense for you, do it. And if not, who gives a shit? It's fine. We're, we're doing really well, which is amazing. Yeah. But you, uh, you got to get that, um, killer mentality when it comes to fundraising. You've got it. It's never enough. Agreed. But I will say this, like, I, I don't need to turn this into, it just is what it is. Like we have this school, hopefully we'll be able to continue to, to be the case. Um, if it were to not become the case that it could no longer continue, we would pivot to other charitable things in the area until we decided to stop. I don't know. Did you have the option to name it the Gallerati School? Yes. I told them that they could name it. I didn't need to be naming it after myself. How humble. It's called the Guest School. The Guest they School? They named it the Guest School. Why? Don't know. That's just what they called it. Come on, you gotta. I swear to God, bro. We, we need an answer to that. We bought them a printer, which they've really been enjoying. They've been sending us a lot of photos with printed things. Uh, they love the printer, dude. These people. <laughs> <laughs> they love this fucking printer. Anyway, so I just know who doesn't love a good who printer? Love a printer. When a printer works, <laughs> when it comes out and you don't have like low ink and it's not hazy lettering, it's just crisp. Oh yeah, quick perfectly printed bro that only lasts for like a few days think about think Printer about when, ink is a big when you'd write a six page paper in high school on the scarlet letter <laughs> and you'd finally finish it you'd you had your mom look it over for typos and you, you finally were done and you hit print and the pages came out and you pulled them all out and then you went pop 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 you know what I mean? Oh, you pu- you, pu- you pushed him on the ground. It hit him on the sound. ground. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. And then you threw a little staple on the top. And then you said, oh, boy, oh, boy, that's going to be a B minus. <laughs> that was a good feeling. That was a good feeling. That was a good feeling. Uh, finishing that paper was nice. But anyway, dude, they named it the guest school. I found out in a photo that they sent. And I was like, all right, I guess they're calling it that. Great. Must be some, like, translation situation. Um, I wonder if... um, I wonder why people who start charities decide to eponymously name their charities what do you mean did i do that no you did not eponymous name means named a name that contains its own name named after itself the uh who's the sackler foundation yeah exactly they're in hot water the opioid stuff um (laughs) do they do that uh yeah like uh newman's own hmm Paul oh, Newman, right? Um, or Andre Agassi. The Ag- I think he named his school oh. after himself. So I get it. I think the, the, the thing that's so nice about this charity is that it just is what it actually is. There's no hoopla. There's no bullshit. It's like, we didn't eat. I don't make charities. I did it by accident. You know? And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, 
hopefully we can you know what i mean it's very cool man it's something you should be very proud of and it's something that does read very well i i i mean i would put that in your bio on on your website and stuff like that it's just awesome i will do that actually uh and it makes people like you it makes people say he's a good guy especially if you get some of those pictures with the kids you got you're gonna have to go back over there (laughs) get some with them i hate to say (laughs) you you know you're gonna have to go back right Eh, yeah maybe you're gonna have to go back when these kids graduate Oh, that's yeah. That when is... they've grown up, and you can you can sh- sort of walk them down the aisle uh, for graduation or something like that, or I likely will have to go back, and I'm fine with that. I'd like one to. of them kind of gets into some kind of a college, I guess. I don't I don't know what. Yeah, no, there are. The, so the problem, yeah, the sad thing, unfortunately, is that it doesn't appear that girls are allowed to go to college anymore. They are. They weren't allowed to go to high school either. So I'm like. They could go to college, but not high school. I'm not really understanding, but okay. And then there was talk about it potentially being a thing in general that girls just can't go to school. Well, yeah, that which was I the think whole... already is a sort of a thing. Yeah. But as long as it's not mandated, I think we're good. So we're hoping that, and I've been told that as long as it's not some like mandate that's enforced, we shouldn't have an issue. Uh, and we also are under some other classification, like we're, it's technically not a school. It's, huh. like a, it's a course. Oh. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, so we'll see. All right. Uh, looking cool. F- hope, hopefully uh keeps going well. That's well, it. that's pretty cool, man. Um, I wish you and the guest school <laughs> incredible success and a continued expansion and safe learning for all these fantastic kids. I love kids. Kids are good. I've got, I, you know, I've always, that's been my kind of thing. That I've always loved. Yeah, they have a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of things about like pre-corruption that make you superior. Like if you're a kid and you go to a group of kids and you're like, what's up? They like invite you to hang out. Mm-hmm. As an adult, you can't do that. No. You know, if they're like, yeah, yeah, come on. Like, let's all like play house together. and shit. I love. Yeah. And, 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 and education, too. I mean, that, you know, it's just that to me, if I had a cause, I would say I would want it to be something around that. Yeah. So it's very cool that you've built this thing. I wasn't trying to like get pat myself on the back. I'm just, I know that we were waiting for updates on this. I don't think you are patting yourself on the back, but I think you deserve commendation for this. I appreciate it. I mean, and, and let's, let's also get some updated photos. I want to see some of those, those videos you sent of them saying thank you mr julio another crazy that was man. really cool man I know. that was pretty darn cool i know i know i want to see that wild. printer yeah dude I, I posted a couple of these on my on that post i did a po- a carousel post with some shit <laughs> with some shit uh-huh. uh but there's a couple of good ones i'll show you they're, they're nice like here's the print here's printer stuff like oh they printed this they print out guest school and then they they also have the things that they write Thank you, whatever. Mr. Julio. We are happy. Whatever. Thanks for helping us, Mr. Julio. Man, these must be some big fonts. I know. Hey, guys, conserve the ink here. One page. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, we don't ink need cartridges to... don't grow uh, on trees. Sure don't. These kids don't look uh, particularly happy. But I guess that's just being at school. So, dude, all right, smile. They're not like picture smilers. They have to be like coached to smile. Is that right? And I remember telling. That's the guy up there. I'm like, dude. Try to make make these people smile in the pictures. Like that'll be helpful. I know that it's like weird to do. Oh, because okay. like people will be smiling, and then it's like time for a picture, and they're like, 
He's like, no, 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 uh, smile. It's okay. Uh, well, this girl looks happy. There you go. That's yeah, a little better. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, please. Okay. In your mind, what can you can you recall any of the most overrated either tourist attractions or famous destinations or landmarks or whatever? Something that was sort of advertised as this grand, incredible thing, and you saw it and you were like, eh, not that cool. Oh, golly. Um... My guess is that you're asking me this question to set up one for yourself. So uh, while you live, let me think. Let me hear what your example is. I haven't thought it through a ton, but when we were talking earlier, I thought of this. The tree in Rockefeller Center is one for me. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I don't think it's that fucking cool. No. Impressive. It's like it's a fucking tree, dude. And it's like not even as big as I thought it was going to be. Right. I thought it was going to be like the biggest tree in the world or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid of me to think, but like. The biggest pine, like, it's just like a normal big pine tree. Yeah. Like, you see those in Maine all the time. I do. You know? We have those. We have big ones. One time, like, they got the one from our town, and everyone was like, from our town, they picked they picked it. <laughs> they picked it from our town. That became the tree for Rockefeller Center? For that year. And that was, like, wow. the greatest thing that had ever happened in our town, besides yep. Jeff Bagwell being from there originally. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, Jeff Bagwell. Uh huh. MVP. Yeah, I hear he's working at uh, Stop and Shop these days. What? Oh, oh look out in this pod! Look out in this pod! <laughs> Paper or plastic, man? Comes with the territory. Is there, but is there anything like that comes to mind? Well, my mind's going all over the place. I'm sort of taking inventory of because uh, to sites. me, I'm thinking of things. Brooklyn Bridge lives up to the hype. Statue of Liberty lives up to the hype. Eiffel Tower lives up to the hype. Lives barely. up to the hype. Come on. It lives up. Come on. First time you went to Paris and you saw the Eiffel Tower. It lives up to the hype. It doesn't live up to the hype. You know I, what I, mean? like, I don't know. I don't know does? if I agree. Okay. I would, I would okay. put it's that fine. up All there subjective. as like, one of the things that is just... The second I saw it, I was like... I mean, I was young, but uh, it was so iconic and it was so big. And then you go under it and you go up it and... I thought it was pretty okay, darn cool. Okay, fine. I take it back. You're right. It's it's it does. I mean, I said it did to begin with, but I will say more with more certainty. Yeah. Mount Rushmore lives up to the hype. Okay. Like what does not live up to the hype? I know that you understood the question well, but I'm just helping to take inventory of some well known sure, sites. Sure. Um, um I keep thinking of ones where I there's a lot of hype and then I asked my I was thinking Golden Gate Bridge. But the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. kind of lives up to the hype. Man. I got one. Lincoln Memorial. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I really respectfully disagree. Really? Yeah. The, I went there for the first time. I'd never really been to D.C. until about four years ago. Oh, really? When I went for shows. And we walked down the mall. Okay. The mall is separate from the memorial itself. No, I know. But I went from the Air and Space Museum, went in there, and then I walked all the way past the... Washington Monument. Monument, and then all the way into the Lincoln Memorial. And I read the words on the wall, and I was... The e pluribus unum? It's, uh... Or is it isn't like it part his, of the Gettysburg Address? No, it's, it's, the, it's the, the short... Yeah, part of the, the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago? Yeah. Something like that? Um, that I found to be incredibly moving, and there's a solemnity to it. Um, where you look at his face 
and you understand what he stands for and represents and the way they've made the water outside and how it's sort of dark and recessed inside. And it just, I mean, after you watch Lincoln, the movie, and you know everything, I just, I don't know. I, I, I found that pretty heavy. Trying to think now that you say that I'm like okay. I don't want to dissuade you, no, but you're not. I but I think like I the the layout of it, the statue I agree is impressive. Yeah, the layout to me feels like a little stale. I like prefer the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. Yeah, I, I we can pers- we can disagree. I personally I just I wasn't a huge fan of uh, slavery. <laughs> Dude, nor was I. <laughs> nice try. Says the guy who mentions liking Thomas Jefferson more. Nice try. Mm-hmm. Nice try. Where's the Jefferson Memorial? It's Is like around there somewhere. Monticello? No, that's his, his house. No, I know that, but I, I. No, it's in D.C. I don't know if that I've been to that. There's a Jefferson Memorial that's sort of like freestanding, kind of on the water. It's cool. really pretty. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's cool. I will say this. Some memorial monuments, whatever, hit much differently at night. To an, to, and like, if you see them during the day for the first time, they won't hit differently. At sure. Night. Two of those, the FDR Memorial in D.C. is really spectacular at night, in my mm. opinion. And also the Oklahoma City Memorial. For the bombing? For the bombing. Oh, wow. Nighttime. Gorgeous. Wow. Like, really, like, like the chills thing that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I got that there. Bit. interesting <laughs> we're just talking about all the great monuments. no i know I'm, i keep <laughs> cycling i keep yeah. cycling to come up with ones that i just don't think are that well, you're uh, like dude overrated. are that amazing I'm trying to think about sports memorials and yeah if you guys think of something that you if you have one feel free to message us this would be it would be fun for us to critique people's mm-hmm. things that they thought didn't live up to it disagree we agree whatever yeah. Fun topic for discussion. I have one. Love the uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa is just kind of like, ah, mm. just there. Yeah, that's kind of true. It's, not it's very a good exciting. one. That's pretty good. That is good. I've never it's been. A pretty good one. I've never been. I've only it's like seen so it from the train. I got. I got one. Thank you, Chris. This opened it up. The David. Oh, in Florence. Yeah. I I was just like impressed with how big it was. It was so big. It's so <laughs> famous, and I just. There was a gigantic line that we waited in mm. for hours in the sun, and by the time we got to it, I just said, for this? Mm. All for this? Let me ask you this. I've never actually taken the time to go to the Mona Lisa, even when I've been at the Louvre. Is, do you, does it live up to you or for you? Probably not. I think that's a decent one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a decent one that, you, that you're saying there. There are other paintings in the Louvre that I found the raft of the Medusa you can look at for an hour. Is it sick? It's incredible. Who painted that? Uh, Is it a painting? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's um, another famous guy. Who is it, Ryan? Raft of the Medusa. Uh, it... Theodore Gericult? Okay. Uh, or like C-H-A-U-L-T? G-E-R-R-I-C-A-L-T-A-U-L-T. C-A-U-L-T. Um, he that was 27. One, it's so big, and there's so much going on. Sick. Um, yeah, the Mona Lisa is very small, mm-hmm. and there's always a gigantic crowd of people around. Dude, the most expensive painting in the Met is like this big. Which one is it? it it's by Duccio or something. Huh? D- Duccio Bonasegna. 
or something. It, the, the Met paid like an absurd amount of money for it. Mm. Brian, I think you'll be able to find that pretty easily. It's like Mary holding Madonna and Child. Yes, Madonna and Child. Forty. It was purchased for forty-five million. Wow. Forty, bro. It's tiny. It's this. It's smaller than the picture you gave me. It's got to be super old. When's that? Yeah, it's from like fourteen hundred or something, yeah. right? It's um, from like pre pre Renaissance. Interesting. The Bean in Chicago, very lackluster. I've heard that I need to see it. No one's ever taken me to it. Is that true? I typically just post up in the burbs, hmm. like a good boy. The Plymouth Rock sucks. <laughs> yeah, any Quaker, or sorry, not uh, any any <laughs> colonial village that I've been to. I went to one in um, William near William and Mary in Virginia. Oh, the reenactments, dude. Yeah, the colonial Snooze village City. near William and Mary. Bro, boomers love colonial times. Do they? I think so. My dad Butter loves churns. it. My dad loves it. Hillary's dad loves it. I've never been able to get into it. Yeah, I've said it before. They think George Washington is like, that's it, George Washington. That's their Michael Jordan. Name. Interesting. <laughs> the dude, I mean, I've never been to a, a Civil War reenactment. Dude, but- I'd rather just go. I can. I have an imagination. I don't need some weird dude to dress up like the guy. Oh, load the cannon. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> I'd rather just be on the field. Shane has a new bit. About going to, uh, I think going to Monticello or something. Some going to a oh or Mount or uh, Washington Mount Vernon house. Mount Vernon Mount Vernon yeah, and and all those people are in character and oh. interacting with them and it is really it special. was cool. I've been there. I thought it was pretty cool. That's cool. But um, how yeah. how about Times Square? I think it's impressive. I'm sick of it now, but my physical therapist is is there, mm. so I'm there a lot. And every time I'm like. This is fucking annoying. But then mm-hmm. I'm also like, all right, at night, like, it is cool to see for the first time. Um, no, I found this list. The Hollywood sign. Yeah. I, 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 cool. would say, I would say it's cool enough that I can't say it does not live up. It's cool. I would put it in the sort of like. But I feel like I would never go to it. It's just like there. You can, though. Like, if you back. do the hike. We've if done you do, that. I've done that with my buddies. If you do that hike, you can oh. get pretty close to it. Mm. And it looks cooler when you get close. That's cool. What else is on there? Um, sacred monkey forest in Bali. <laughs> the that Champs is, Elise in Paris. Champs Elise. Yeah, that was it's the number pretty, one. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, the number one most overrated on this list. Yeah, these people are fucking. The London Pikers, Eye though. in England. Oh, the the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Alamo. The Alamo? Oh, the Alamo. Oh. I've been there. How's that? Well, I haven't been inside. You may have said. Eh. I think I. I think yeah, but I, I, that's that to me is a an unfair because I didn't go in. Right, right, right. So I don't know. But dude, I will say this: almost all the time, I'm fine. Maybe if you went in, there'd be some shit where you'd be like, "Well, like the exterior of the place is like, if it sucks, the inside making it better is like unusual." Uh huh. Of, as far as a landmark is concerned, That's like true. Notre Dame, if you know it's sick on the outside, like it's if you go in, it's sick on the inside. It's so sick on the inside. That was one of the stupidest. The things stained glass, the flying buttresses. Oh my god, it's so big on the inside. Remember when? No, can you guys please not like give me a hard time about <laughs> changing my mind in the middle of my sentence? <laughs> I think that shows growth as a person that I can admit that I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. I said something stupid, uh... and I admit it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've I've said this before, but the single most astounding 
landmark or, or site that I've ever seen was the Great Wall of China. Oh, wow. Mm. That was the most incredible thing that I that exceeded. And I didn't know what my expectations were. I didn't really have high expectations. I, I was just going because it was part of the thing we were doing. And we went and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't really focus on the work. Wow. Because I was so in awe of, of what this place was, of That's what this sick. thing was. Had Donnie been there before too? Yeah. He spent a night up there once. <laughs> so, <laughs> wore a full suit for some reason. Middle of summer, they woke up super hungover and they had no water. And like we're di- fun- fundamentally dying this on the wall. Yeah. And uh, needed to get down. And I think he puked off the wall or something like that. He's a legend. They are lifting all restrictions, that I believe today. Either January 5th or January 8th or something, there will no longer be any COVID restrictions regarding travel, regarding wow. anything. So maybe Don, Donnie will head back over there. I can hit your well, Let me ask you something. Um, my hands are dry. Mm, tis the season. <laughs> and I don't care. What, what, I love it. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with having dry hands? It's just, so they say it, like, eventually leads to you looking old. Oh. Because, like, your hands, which, yeah. by the way, bro, guess what? I don't give a fuck if my hands look old. Yeah, I don't really either. Maybe, is that just, like, a girl thing? Um, Like, girls love hand cream. They sure do. Uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like the feel of my hands feeling all creamy. Are you dry in general? Yeah, probably. I'm a pretty dry guy. My lips get dry, but, like, my face never gets dry. My skin doesn't usually get dry. Dude, sometimes my butt gets a little dry. Oh, really? And I'll, I'll moisturize my tush. Oh, look at that. That's, that's the, just on the sides. Yeah. Look, look, little side tush. Tush cream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's insane. My hands are dry, and I was just wondering, does it matter? They're not that dry. Look at that. You if, can see the whiteness between uh, the... Uh, I don't know, bro. Is it dry is better than wet. Really? Wet hands. Wet oh, hands like from, or... from my hands are a little wet yeah. right now, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm a little jealous. Is that because you. you're wearing a coat inside? No. <laughs> no. Is that because you're wearing a blanket <laughs> over your body in the warmth of this office? Ryan's so. wearing like a Native American cloak. I it's sick though. Ryan Banks. It Thank when you. people when people wear coats inside when I'm hot not wearing a coat, for some reason it bothers me. You become hot, but Well, yeah, I just don't understand. Because then our bodies are different. Francis. Then the question is, Ryan, how are you going to stay warm when it actually does get cold? You're setting yourself up coat. for coldness. You need to keep your body honest. You need to keep your up your body honest okay. because you you can only layer up so much. <laughs> I understand. I appreciate. If you took that off, you have. I think your body would regulate to the normal temperature, and you'd be okay. But I, I'm okay right now, though. I think you're hot. I've I've been hotter wearing less before, <laughs> so I it's I'm fine today. I'm also naturally cold. I was gonna follow up and ask ah. you guys that: Are you guys naturally warm or cold? Everyone's so hot, nah, bro. and that makes me proud. I'm hot as shit. I'm proud Same. of that. Because... Hillary always says I'm warm like a baby. I sleep on my stomach and I'm warm like a baby. Babies are she, warm. She, she rubs me. Do you sleep with blankets? So not always. Yeah, sometimes I'll just be under a sheet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just go straight sheet. But it's all right to run cold, bro. It's fine. Yeah, I'm cold. Every time I try to 
if I try to touch my girlfriend, she flinches, which is great feedback. Because you're, that. you're... <laughs> great. Because your hands are cold. So I'm so cold. She's like, Why are you so don't... cold? I don't know. But... What we? I think that starts. You did that to yourself. I'm blaming you for that. <laughs> I think you wore coats and didn't take them off. <laughs> Maybe needs to even though iron. you should have. And then your body said, "Okay, well, this is the this is what this is. We're gonna just be now. Now we will bring our internal temperature." to comfort level at this 78 degrees. And then when the rooms that you're in are below 78, you need to wear your coat now. Which means that when the... God forbid, Ryan, if an ice age comes, <laughs> you are in trouble. That day comes, so be it. I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm chilling. That'll be I right. know. Well, you're not. You're, you're not chilling. You're chilly. You're, you're, you're heating. All right, well, we got to wrap it up here, but there is uh, somebody texted me this thought, which I thought was funny. I, I joked that I rented out the movie theater for Hillary when, in fact, we were just the first people there. Uh, it, it actually ended up being sold out, but we were we got there 15 minutes early and we were the first people That's there. unheard of. Unusual, right? And uh, by the way, there was a bunch of riffraff in that theater. Oh, no. A bunch of, a bunch of kids in hoodies came in. I was like, uh-oh. And then we just sat next to an entire family, including <laughs> two one like toddlers. In the, at Avatar. Thank That's God they were so behaved. tough. It was fucked up. Hillary was sitting next to a two-year-old. You know what they should crazy. do? You know what they should do, by the way? They should have the option to pay for a movie theater for a big release like Avatar where it's like the quiet car on a train. Oh, right. You know, they should have the ability for you to say, I'm someone who really expects and hopes for quiet so that I can watch this movie with no commentary. Right. And the problem with that, though, is you open the floodgate that it basically admits that you're allowed to be loud otherwise. Well, fine. I think that there is something fun. There should be the loud theater. There's the loud theater. Come hey, Come and fight with your friends. Go ahead and talk back to the characters on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Warn people. Warn people as they're about to get killed in this yeah. horror film. Feel free to engage in full discussion. That's Not for nothing. I enjoy going to those movies. I enjoy going to movies where there is sometimes Chatter. feedback. But that is a it's it's got to be horror movies. I like that. Maybe a comedy. You know, sure. I like that. I like the banter. I yeah. enjoy that. Sure. I just Why think not? it's funny. <laughs> I'll never. Yeah, but 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 man, oh man, if I want a quiet movie and I want to focus and there's and there's rustling. Yeah. Somebody brought a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a paper bag like they work construction. Yeah. They're handing that out. I pass this one down to, you know, yeah, cr yeah. Cr cr crinkling. Dude, yeah. The fact, and like the toddlers went to the bathroom twice during the movie. Otherwise, they were well behaved, thankfully. But at the beginning, Hillary looks over at me. She's like, this is going to be a problem. It wasn't. <laughs> but dude, I took a picture of her in the theater wearing a coat. And some guy replied, being like, rent the theater, but make sure the theater is hidden. JK, my girl's always cold too. <laughs> make sure the theater is hidden He'd heated heated oh, ah jk my girl always cold too <laughs> like, that's that's that is cute that's, cute that's very cute did i ever tell you about how i went to see i think it was um one of the avengers movies mm -hmm. and the people sitting behind me picked up a phone call no way and we're just talking on the phone no i'm at avengers way. I'm at Avengers. No, this is what's happening right now. That part in the movie. And it and it was I was I couldn't believe it. And then I did that <laughs> thing that was very Karen esque mm -hmm. where I looked over my shoulder like this. Mm -hmm. You know? Kind of, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, like 
You didn't, like, didn't say yeah. anything, just kind of glared just at like, them. Shh. And then she commented on that on the phone. She goes, this guy's looking at me right now. Like, so and he was looking at me. And then later on, she hung up the phone. And later on, they were talking again. And this time, just among their group. And uh, I did the same Karen bullshit. Look back <laughs> at them. And that, that's when she goes, <laughs> that's when she was like, he was looking at me earlier when I was on the phone, too. What the fuck? Like I was wrong. That's so annoying, man. You're not in your living room, people. We got to all be courteous to each other. I don't know. Um, 2023. Hope you guys have some good New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what do you got over here, pal? So I did a little research on the home stretch. Okay. Good. Um, here's what we have. So some horse races are longer and some are shorter. So let's look at the Kentucky oh, Derby. Yeah. I think Kentucky Derby is the gold standard. Let's let's yes. So the Kentucky Derby is 1.25 miles or 6,600 feet, according to the late LA Times columnist Jim Murray. The home stretch is 1,234 feet of pure heartbreak. So we have 1,234 feet. Uh, yeah. Divide that what by 6,600. Yep. So we're looking at around the final 18 percent of the race. So if we round 18%. it up to 20. No, let's not round it up. 18%. Did I, did I say 20 before, by the way? I believe that yeah. is what... Well, yeah. for the sake of, you know... No, use 18. Fine. The final 18% of any journey would of be... Of a five-hour journey... Would be the last hour. Would be around the Almost. last hour. Almost. Dude, this you're is rounding. all... We need exactly no, bro, the number. This is all lining up really nicely with what hang we were on, saying. We on. said five it was right on the cusp. the narrative. Yeah, Let it, be it fits 20. the narrative perfectly. Dude, no, we said that... The last oh, hour, so last 54 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> roughly makes sense. 54 minutes in a five-hour journey is the home stretch. <laughs> right on the cusp Not and slightly premature. minutes. I was uh, premature. Uh, but that's what your whole argument was. You were I barely premature. I came early. I <laughs> declared it too soon. And that's what made the home stretch feel that much longer. There you go. 54 Science. minutes on a five-hour journey. Science. In Julio's 18-hour pilgrimage... It would have been. It would have been the last (laughs) 194 minutes. In other (laughs) words, the last three hours and uh, 0.24 times 60. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Three hours and 14 minutes. Thank you. Good math, G. Thank you. Yeah, the last three hours and 14 minutes. We're in the home stretch. (laughs) Only three hours and 14 (laughs) minutes to go. Um, all right, dude. Where where can we see you coming up? Me, <laughs> you. I'll be in Philadelphia, February first. Then I'm in Atlanta, which I'm really excited about. That's going to be fun at the Earl. Um, that's Saturday. I think it's February fourth. Fourth. Then on Sunday night, I'm at uh, Nashville in uh, Zanies, and then from there we're on to Dallas and Austin, Texas, Vulcan Gas Company. And we're on to uh, Chicago, Minneapolis, and San Francisco with a little sass. Tickets at FrancisSellis.com, the hero we need tour. Julia, where can we find you? Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to be in St. Petersburg, Florida in a couple weeks, January 20th. Um, then DC Improv, March 3rd to the 5th. Wow, sweet. And, yeah, and then in April, um, I am planning to be in Atlanta, Providence, Rhode Island, and also Yonkers, New York. Uh, and you can get tickets to my website as well, notjulio.com. And look forward to seeing you soon.